Welcome to the Your Pretty Pennies podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jones, a personal finance coach, lifestyle designer, and mommy. The YPP podcast is a weekly show created to inspire and assist you with becoming financially stable so you can build wealth and design your desired lifestyle. Welcome, welcome to Your Pretty Pennies. I'm Your Pretty Pennies. I'm Tara Jones of YourPrettyPennies.com. And I'm a financial success coach. And for the month of February, I am focusing on different ways to rid your life of debt. And tonight we're going to be starting with credit card debt because that's usually typically one of the lower amounts of debt people have. And I'm going every day, I'm going to go live and I'm going to talk about um, a different type of debt and how to pay it off, give you strategies on how to pay it off. And so usually credit cards is like that one that can be more on the lower end compared for most people especially in my community the the biggest debt that most people have is their student loan debt and so their credit cards are kind of like minor debts compared to you know the 70,000 the 80,000 student loan debt so that is why we're kicking it off with credit card repayment um I want to just say that I'm gonna give you five tips on how to pay off your credit your credit cards down to zero, zero balances, right? That's what we own. We want to be zero balances. We're going to use our credit cards as financial tools if we decide to keep them, um, be financially disciplined. Um, but I want to say that this, these tips are for, uh, um, current balances, right? So if you have a, a credit card debt in collections, I will go over how to handle debt in collections, but for this live stream tonight, I want you to put the ones that are in collections on the back burner, right? Because the damage has already been done. Oftentimes people think they want to salvage and try to hurry up and address what's on their credit report already. But the truth is the damage has been done. It already messed up your credit score. So if you are right, if you have other uh, bills and other credit cards that are still out there that need to be paid down. We need to be proactive with those to make sure those don't hit your credit report either. Those don't get closed and get thrown into collections, right? So that is why we are focusing first on credit repayment, credit card repayment. So my first tip for you is obviously stop using them right? Because you don't have a good game plan. If you are in credit card debt, you have hundreds or thousands on a balance and every month you're incurring an interest charge, you are not using it strategically, sweetie. So you need to stop using them back up. You don't have to cut them up, but if you want to cut them up, you can. So you can, and you can repurchase some or reorder some later on down the line once you get some financial discipline. But the first thing I want you to do is stop using them. Oftentimes I hear, why well, use my credit card as a financial emergency? Your, your emergency fund is for financial emergencies, right? So before you start paying off credit card debt, like I said in the videos in the past, the first thing you need to do is save some money in the bank, 2000 in the bank, Throw that to the side and that's for financial emergencies and then you can go forth and start paying off debt. So as you start tackling debt, realize that your credit card is not for financial emergencies. I know our parents used to say that and used to tell us that, that we need to get one in case something happened. We need to have some backup money. No, you need to have cash in your savings account that's readily available if something happens, right? And so while you are stopping, 
while we're stopping the credit card usage, right, the things that I want you to focus on, number one, is to create a financial vision. Oftentimes, the reason why we aren't using our credit cards appropriately as financial tools in order to build our credit score, in order to use that credit score to get low interest rates and get low premiums on our insurance policies is because we have no financial vision, we have no financial plan. And we have no financial discipline. So as we time out and we take the time to stop using credit cards, what we're going to do is, right, we're going to use, we're going to take this time to think, to look back and say, okay, what did I do wrong in the past and how am I going to move forward? What is my financial vision for my future? So we're going to focus on that. Number two. Grab your balances, right? So take some time tonight. If you don't have time tonight, tomorrow, within the next couple of days, I want you to look up all your credit card balances. I want you to write them down. And I want you to be shocked. I, I know for some of you, I've talked to my clients all the time. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching all the time. Again, I'm a financial success coach if you're just watching me. So I do take clients one-on-one -on -one and I do help them overcome things like debt, their past mistakes, their money mindset is also, you know, achieving financial goals. But one thing I hear is I, I'm scared to face it, right? I'm scared to log in and see the debt that I owe. I'm scared to see like the full amount of what I owe. I want you to go look at every single card, what balance you have on them, and I want you to write them down. And then what I want you to do after that, so this is step number two, look at your balance, write them down, write under each balance for each card. I want you to write down what you was purchasing, what types of purchases you made that got you to this point right oftentimes we want to make to-do lists and we want to talk about things that we like to do or want to do in the future but most successful people here's a secret here's a key they have a to don't list that's longer than their to-do list right so this is why i'm saying a step two write down your balance and then write under it what type of behaviors, what did you used to buy, what stores were you always at when you use these credit cards so you can start to develop a to-don't list and to start increasing your financial discipline so you can start seeing your habits. Oftentimes, we don't even know what our habits are. We don't take a moment to reflect on what got us here in the first place in order to prevent it to happen in the future. So that's why number two, I want you to step back and I want you to say, all right, I have this amount of money. I got $1,000 on this card. Where do I typically use it? At Target? It's funny because I seen a meme the other day and it was like, nobody goes to Target with the list. Target tells you what to get. You don't tell, you don't write a list on what to get at Target. Target tells you what to get. And it's so funny. So like, what is your thing? Do you go shopping and, you know, every time you're at the mall or do you have a favorite store? Do you online shop at a favorite store? Like, what is it? Create your to-don't list. So when it's time for you to reorder or start using your credit cards as a financial tool, right? And we'll talk about that a little bit at the end. You can go forward and say, okay, I'm doing things differently this time. I'm not going to carry a balance because I'm not going in these stores with a credit card, right? I'm not going, I'm not going to allow myself to shop on the weekends or I'm not going to crawl up in bed in the middle of the night because I'm bored or every time I get sad or nervous or upset or whatever, I reach for my credit card and start online shopping, right? But you have to identify what it is that you do in these moments. You got to know your habits, both good and bad, right? Therefore, that's what you're going to do in number two. All right.
Um, let's see if I have anything else on my my notes. Okay, number three, you're gonna create a monthly budget, and you're gonna create a monthly budget so you can calculate your disposable income, right? So your disposable income is your income, so how much you bring home, your take home pay, minus your expenses. And that is how much you'll have left over each month to throw at debt. Now, what I consider expenses is three things, giving, saving, and living expenses. So every time you get paid, you should give 10% at least. And then you should save some, right? And then you, you can pay your rent, your mortgage, utilities, all that, right? So whenever you create a monthly budget, from here on out for the next 30 days or for the next, the rest of the month, whenever you're watching this, whether it's the beginning, the middle, or the end of the month, you need to calculate how much or, you know, uh, estimate how much you're going to make within a certain month. So we're in February. So how much are you going to make in February? How much do you anticipate making? And then what do you anticipate spending? So if you allocate 10% to, uh, to giving, if you already have 2000 saved, you don't need to save anymore. And then you have your rent, you have your utilities, you have your phone bill, you have laundry expenses or, you know, dry cleaning, you have gas for the car, you have grocery money set aside, all those different things, right? If you're a mom, gymnastics for the kids or soccer practice or basketball training, whatever it is, right? And whatever amount you have left over after all those expenses that you have, that's your disposable income. And that's the amount of money you will have each month in order to pay off debt. One thing that people are failing to do is they're failing to sit down and see how much income they make and how much they spend a month in order to pay off debt, to, to know how much they can pay off debt, right? They just see money coming in and going out because they, they didn't pre-plan their finances. Therefore, soon as they get money, they spend it. Soon as they get money, they spend it. So when you do it that way, it looks as if you don't have money. It looks as if you don't have any money left at the end of the month to pay, pay on debt. But in reality, if you allocate it, and you align your finances with your financial vision that you created in the first step. And you can go back in my videos when I talk about how to create a financial vision. Um, you will see that you're probably just mismanaging your money. And you're probably just spending as soon as you're getting and then spending out of convenience and buying and shopping and doing all these different things and just allowing your money to just leave. Instead of creating a plan around your money that includes paying off credit card debt. So. If you have not created, this what, February 13th, if you have not created a monthly budget, that is one of your steps for the next couple of days. So that way you know how much you have to pay off debt with, right? And that leads me into number four, number five. So number four, in order to pay off debt quickly, credit card debt quickly, you have to increase your income right? But you have to know how much income you have to know how much you need to increase it to in order to start chipping away at this credit card debt. One thing about credit card debt is that the interest rates are very high, right? If you look at your credit card, your credit cards right now, they might be 20%, some might be 15, some might be 19% interest a month. And it just keeps going on and on and on. We ain't even gonna talk about late payments and all that other stuff, right? So you have to be mindful that in order to get ahead of credit card debt, because you have two things. You got the principal that you borrowed, right? You have the amount that you borrowed, which is the principal amount. And then you have to deal with the interest that you're accruing. 
at all times, right? If you don't pay, each month you don't pay. Each month you carry a balance, you get 19% tax on it. You get, you get hit with 19% of that, right? And then a late fee if you don't pay it at all. You don't pay your month, your uh, minimum payment. So you have to keep that in mind that in order to pay off credit card debt, you have to be diligent in order to get ahead of that ball because as you are paying on it, money is is still adding up on the balance, right? So that's why it's so, so, so important. The, The number one key outside of creating a mindset and a financial vision in order to pay off the credit card debt in the first place is increasing your income. And in a couple of days, we're going to talk about ways to increase your income, but I'm going to give you a clue. It is not building a business unless that business can generate you money tomorrow, right? Oftentimes, you know, we as millennials, we as Gen Yers, we're like, okay, I'm ready to build, build a business. Everybody out here doing their thing, but a business is an investment and it takes up money, right? So the money that you could be putting towards that and the money to get out of credit card debt, you're going to have to use to build that business, right? So in order to start increasing your income, you need to start working a second job, helping somebody out, doing odd jobs, Ubering, Lyft, Shipped, Instacart, whatever, do what Uber eats, like do whatever you need to do in order to get money quickly. Braid hair, if you know how to braid hair, uh, do resumes, right? Write resumes for people and they can pay you. Uh, you know, there's a million things that you can do that you can get money immediately, right? Don't try to go all out and try to create a business plan and make a second a side hustle. A side hustle is exactly that. Something that generates money quickly. Because again, think about it. Interest rates are 18, 19, 20%, some as high as 30% on credit cards. Your the biggest key in order to getting ahead and getting your accounts to zero is paying off more than what they're charging you every month in interest and in fees. All right. So that's number four. Number five. And this also comes from your monthly budget. Decrease your expenses so you can increase your disposable income. So remember, in step three, we talked about creating that monthly budget. Your monthly, your income minus your expenses equals your disposable income. That's the amount of money that you will have to pay off debt. If you start decreasing your expenses, the amount of money you pay out from the income that you receive, guess what? That also adds to the amount of money you can throw at debt, right? So I'm not talking about when you, when you do this, when you go through step number five, and I hope y'all got y'all notes out because I'm giving y'all the tea. When you go through step number five, I'm not asking you to try to uh, limit how many coffees you get a week or how uh, try to clip coupons. That ain't going to do it. That's not going to cut it. What you have to do is you have to say, you have to look at, again, step number two, when you write down your to-don't list. What have you been doing that has been like literally like having you spend hundreds of dollars a month? Is that a bad shopping habit? Is it a shopping addiction? Is it a food addiction? Are you addicted to going out to eat and not cooking at home? Are you allowing people and friends and family to borrow money and to use you, right? Those are the top three things in my clients that I see when they are throwing money away. And when I say throw money away, I don't mean that it's not okay to help people. What I'm saying is you have to help yourself first. You have to put your mask on first. You letting somebody borrow or let loaning somebody and you know you ain't going to get it back. Let's be clear. You allowing somebody to borrow some money because you have it in your possession today 
right? But at the end of the month, you're going to end up needing it. And then you rely on your credit card because you didn't loan money out or because you didn't spend money at the mall or because you didn't ate out all week. Now you're in a hole and you're relying on credit cards. So not only are you in debt, but you're constantly getting interest rate charged on that. So you don't have money to be dwindling right now, right? If you are getting serious about paying off credit card debt, I know you're a giver, I'm a giver, it is what it is, but you're going to have to put it on pause. You're going to have to say, I ain't got it, right? All of my money has been allocated. All my money has, a, every, every dollar I get has a job to do. I don't have any money to loan you this month, right? It is what it is. Right, you can do your 10% giving to your church. If you don't go to church, give 10% and that's it. Right? And that's it. Everything else needs to go to your credit card debt because again, as you are letting those balances just sit there, they are incurring 20% interest, 27% interest, and that is a lot. One of the biggest things that defeat people when it comes to paying off debt is their credit cards for that exact reason. They're like, every time I make a payment, I get that same amount tacked on to the end because of interest charges. So I'm telling you, you have to get very serious if you want to get on top of it because revolving credit, which is what a credit card is, is revolving, which means it's constantly adding up if you're not subtracting from it, right? All right, so uh, like I said before, while you're on your journey to paying off your credit card debt and your balance is down to zero, there's only three things you should be spending on. Number one, giving. Number two, saving if you need to continue to save. And number three, living expenses, right? So that's rent, gas, utilities, lights, water, you know, gymnastics. Taryn ain't gonna let me give up gymnastics. I always say that. So I always like use that as an example. Hair and nails, minimally, you know, as, as much as possible. Like I said, dry cleaning, gas in a car, groceries, things that you need to, you know, keep a standard of living. But then outside of that, anything else should be going towards that credit card debt. All right. Is there any questions? I see a couple of people on. Hey, Paviel. Hey, Ebony. I've seen a couple of other people join, but I'm not able to see who else, um, who else is on. Um, I will stay for a few more minutes to ask questions. And again, I said this in the beginning. This is not for debt and collections. We are going to address debt and collections. If that's the only thing you have is credit card debt and collections, yes, you could take the, you could do this and and pay it off, right? Pay off your credit cards. But if you have current credit card balances and you have debt in collections, the ones that are in collection is on the back burner because the damage has already been done. They, you know, they've already dinged your credit score. It's already on there. You can handle that later. The, the priority is current standing credit cards that are in your name, whether they're store cards, they're bank cards, they're major, you know, credit cards, whatever it is. Those are the ones that need your attention and need to be at zero. Because again, around here in the YPP community, we are about leveraging debt. And the only the only debt that I advise is mortgages and you pay that off quickly and you can use credit cards and you pay them off immediately. The way I use a credit card as a financial tool is I use it once a month and I do one gas fill up. Right? That's all I do. And I have one I have one secure card that's $500 limit, and then I have one unsecured that's like $3,000 limit. Um, and because I got them fairly recently, I didn't have them for a long time, and I only use them to build credit because I know that once I became debt-free, if I was going to continue to build credit, I need other lines of credit in my name, right? 
And the only thing that I have right now is those credit cards. So I need those two to be open and working and viable and I pay them off immediately. Like I said in the other video, I go to the gas station, I pump, I use the credit card and I use one each other. I use one. I use them interchangeably. So one, one month, one, the next month, one, the, the first one is the third month and on, so on, so on. So I switch them back and forth and I go to the gas station. I slide my card in there, pump my gas. I sit in the car, uh, you know, lock it back all up, put it away, sit in my car, and I immediately pay the balance online before I even pull off the gas station, right? Because we don't want to get in the habit. We get busy, things come up. You do not want to get into the habit of having a credit card balance at any time because if it passes that 30 days, you get an interest fee. Right. And that's a waste of money. That's a waste of financial. You know, that's not using your credit card as a financial tool. So that is what I promote is using a credit card as a financial tool. If you plan on leveraging your credit score in the future and credit cards is a great way to build credit because it will help you get low interest rates on loans like your mortgage loan. And also it will help you get low, more low monthly payments on like your insurance policies. All right. And guys, I have opened up enrollment, well, enrollment opens up, but I have opened up the Financial Reset Online Program, which is a six-week coaching and mentorship program uh, for your finances and becoming debt-free. It starts on March 1st. Yep, it starts on March 1st. Enrollment opens February 20th. If you want to learn more about that, click the link in the caption or go to bit.ly, the Financial Reset. What we go through is week one, we're going through budgeting, we're going through how to create a financial vision, how to pay off debt, how to uh, put money in savings, how to rebuild your credit, all of that. Like we're going through everything, right? So I've, I've, I've really like built out this financial, this six week financial course and paired it with some accountability and a private accountability group and weekly Q&A sessions to make sure you start achieving your financial goals in 2018 right? You can't do it alone. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure your favorite entrepreneur has told you whether you're building a business or whether you're losing weight, whatever, get you some accountability, right? Get you some coaching, get under someone, use their plan, right? Success leaves cute clues. If you want to expedite your financial success, you use the, the, you use the tools and you use the process that somebody has done before you and gotten the results and you duplicate that, right? And so that's exactly what I'm giving inside of the financial reset. My ways, my processes, my step-by-step -step process of becoming debt-free and protecting my financial, my financial freedom. All right. So I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you for joining me. Post your aha moments, what you plan on working on. Um, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.